And the nominees for Best Bacon Cell Documentary are Keep It Family Friendly or Bite Me by Joel Hilton. Stop Giving Marvel Your Money, You Slack-Jawed Yoke Locals by Kent Dunn. And My Life as an Amish Sociopath by Jacob Rogers. Did you say locals? He said locals. <laughs> and the Oscar goes to These Men Are So Clever and Amazing, I Absolutely Adore Them and Their Podcast by Kate Beckinsale. Yay! <laughs> she said all that. She did. It was amazing. She's wonderful. She is wonderful. She wins everything, especially in my heart. Aww. I hope she's listening. <laughs> She's not. Welcome to Vegas, everyone. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And Jacob. Jacob, what are we talking about today? Uh, Kate Beckinsale. Apparently. Yes. Okay. okay. We're okay. just going to like so, so a whole episode of putting words in her mouth, right? <laughs> it, it's sometimes I forget about her. And then when I see her, I feel bad for not thinking about her all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that might be one of the most profound things you've ever said. I can't believe I said, I can't believe you said locals. I'm sorry. You did say locals. I screwed up the intro. My it's bad. all right. There are people around this area that do like Marvel. And I judge them. So they are slack-jawed locals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, but, Jacob, what are we talking about today? Just write to it, huh? Normally you want to talk about stuff. Well, no. I, normally I say things like, hey, thanks for all the feedback for the last show. But we didn't get any about Dr. Matt. No one listened to that show. <laughs> People love Dr. Matt. That's they love Dr. Matt. Because yeah. it was a show about love, too. Yeah. Yeah. My wife, uh, it was funny. She actually, she loves, she, she told me, she's after, she's like, when I'm not listening to your podcast... I listened to podcasts like the one you guys did with Dr. Matt. Oh, really? And I was like, okay. Does so it, it was kind of both. Does that mean she chooses the other shows before us ever? Well, she's not as, as into movies, music, and TV, and pop culture as we are. But is she into seasons? Because we talk about seasons <laughs> yeah. now. Wait till we get to the coin show. Yeah, yeah, the currency show is going to be awesome. But no, we really do All appreciate right. your feedback. We got a lot of uh, we got a lot of fun feedback and uh, a good band picture too. In fact, I do need to start that. I need I need to create that folder in Facebook of all the yes, absolutely. The band pictures. If you haven't gone to Facebook to see our Facebook page. We do keep track of all the episode art that Kent creates and uh, we enjoy. So we have a whole folder of that where you can go through episode by episode and see everything that we've done. And uh, I may have to create another folder for the band art that uh, thank you, Drew. Yeah. Didn't, didn't Mary make one too? She might have. Well, it, it shouldn't just be band art. Maybe just fan art or fan. I don't know about something. fan art because there was one picture of me that I'm not too confident in. That's <laughs> definitely going shirtless. in there. <laughs> oh, there's lots of you made one with you shirtless. This is the yeah, one with but you I was jaws was underneath me and I was really strong. <laughs> yeah. This no, other I, one. I just like the idea of a whole folder of the band names that we randomly make up during the show because you can't help yourself i can't yeah the next one's just gonna be your head on like this baby body or something like Aww. that it's gonna happen <laughs> adorable now that you said no it, it'll be scary because it'll be your scruffy hairy face on a baby. I, I feel like it will be really cute <laughs> <laughs> i guess we'll see oh no <laughs> this has gotten weird all right all right jacob now you can jump into it all right so tonight guys we're gonna talk about the oscars it's oscar season yay time to talk about Do oscar even care? Wait, i yay i'm the only one who yayed you know i i think no one's gonna yay for this show that's because you thought we were talking about oscar from the office he actually wow. he really <laughs> likes the sylvester <laughs> dad jokes the I've sylvester been, stallone 1991 uh, comedy office. i own that what why i like that movie really i do like that movie Okay, it's, I mean, it's farce. It's it's that really kind of stage. It's you know very theatric, very yes stage play like. It's fun. That's crazy. That actually doesn't surprise me. And it has Marissa Tomei in it. <laughs> oh, now we get to the truth. Oh, that's why you want to see Spider Man so bad. 
<laughs> never thought, the noise I, I never thought I'd say this. Noises. I never <laughs> thought I'd say this before, but Aunt May. Oh, no. <laughs> Aunt May I? Oh, no. No. <laughs> Family friendly. <laughs> what well, oh, a question. That's like a polite question. <laughs> that was <Aunt> May terrible. <laughs> uh, no, but the Oscars really are divisive. Uh, there, there are people who, who swear by them, who they're like, you know, oh, whatever they say is the best picture. That's the best picture. And there are other people who say, I watch every movie that the Oscars don't nominate. Because yes. the Oscars are completely out of touch. Apparently, it's turning into Al Gore. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. There <laughs> <laughs> <Here> it comes. <laughs> the penguins. <laughs> yes. But it is. And can, can I ask you an honest question? Yes, you may. How much do you weigh? No, not that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I almost told you. <laughs> are you going to watch the Oscars this year? I am because I am an Oscar junkie. I always... I, I'd love to know who won and why. But, but you can th- find that out after but, uh, or during even. They, they populate a list during the show. I know, but it's still zeitgeist. It's, it's still to see the excitement of someone winning that award and then complain about our president. <laughs> so that's why I don't really no, want to watch it this year. there won't be any president jokes. <laughs> yeah, not <laughs> jokes. It'll be Who's please. hosting? I haven't even heard. Uh, it's Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, no. Is it really? Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel's first time hosting How the Oscars. How is he hosting the Oscars? Well, he does How this. How is this his first time? He, no, that's the thing. Is he does this after Oscars show every year, mm-hmm. and he gets the biggest stars on there. He's there right by the theater, apparently, and can talk to all these people. And it really is like, I don't know. I, I was surprised it was his first time, too, but I think it might be a good pick because uh, Hollywood's bitter right now, and Jimmy Kimmel's kind of a bitter comedian. But he's, he's bitter in a way that I think he puts everyone at, at ease. Right. But I think people are going to be very upset by this year's show. You think? Yeah, I think there'll just be a lot of annoying stuff on maybe either side. But yeah, there'll be a lot of complaining for sure. Hmm. Well, there always is. I was going to read this real quick since you brought it up. All right. Uh, Due to the mixed reception and low ratings of the previous year's ceremony, which it was low, producers David Hill and and Reginald Hudlin decided uh, declined to helm the upcoming festivities. Actor and comedian Chris Rock told Variety regarding if he would return to host, someone else will do it. Speaking about the show, Rock said, do they even have a producer yet? I'll produce, because apparently it didn't go so well last year, and so people weren't stepping up to take care of this year's Oscars. But hmm. they have a host now. He's going to do fine. I think he's going to do okay. I may not watch, to be honest. Really? We should have a party. That's, it should be a bacon sale party, if anything. Do you, do you regularly watch, or well, is this an okay thing for you just ev- to skip it? Every year I'm like, ah, I don't want to see it. And then I end up, well, I, I, you know, I tune in for one thing or two yeah. things, and then I end up, I, I usually watch the ending so I can see kind of the best picture winner and stuff like that. But the rest of the show, not a fan. Okay. It's, but I'll probably end up watching. I'll, I'm going to resist it, though, as long as I can. Yeah, I'm going to watch. Jake, right. you? I'll follow it on Twitter. Yeah, probably, especially if we have the party. You want to have a party? Yeah, we should have mm-hmm. an Oscars party. Mm-hmm. Oscar and then we can have party. our sleepover after. <gasps> Oscar party. Can we have a sleepover after? <laughs> no. That was, I said that in the weirdest tone. What's he, tone, yeah, what's he planning? What is it, he planning? It wasn't Joel? the idea. It was the presentation that was Joel, wrong with that. Joel, Joel. No. Can we watch girls just want to have fun <laughs> at our slumber party? Followed by girls. No, 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 no. I know that Joel will watch girls just want to have fun. I'll watch it on my own. <laughs> you do. That's, that's All right, let's get it right so, into yeah, it. Let, so we said we're talking Oscars. We're actually going to talk prediction. Yes, we are going to predict so, who's going to win because this, this will air previous to the 89th Oscars, yep. uh, 89th Academy Awards, excuse me. Uh, and so we're going to predict and we're going to make a wager. What's our wager? Last year, if you recall, last year we had, oh, I'm trying to remember. I had like 10 out of the ten out of the 15 categories, right? 10 mm-hmm. of the, no, no, 25, excuse me. I got 10 out of 25 right, and Kent, you got 15 out of 25 right. Fifteen yes. or, You said, I got 15 or 16. I lost track because I got so many right. <laughs> and then Jacob was like, oh, I got Alden right in her office poll. I'm a real boy. 
<laughs> I, I beat both of you guys last year. Is that how that went? On the yeah. office pulled out but of the show. But it's kind of like when you play Street Fighter 2 with someone that's never played a video game before. <laughs> you are the button masher. That's exactly what you said last year. <laughs> Did I really? In fact, yeah. In fact, I about, like three about, about the year before when I beat you at the time before <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, in fact, if you want to go and uh, check out our previous predictions, because now that it's passed, it's kind of funny to go back and listen to how wrong we were at times. Let's go play Street Fighter uh, after this. I think you, only said, you only said two words in that entire episode. Mad Max? Mad Max. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was the win? only one I'd seen. Mad Max. Uh, episode 44 was our previous one. And then we did a follow-up about our winners. Yes. But, yeah. Okay. So, so, predictions. Well, let's get into the wager. Last oh, time, yeah. we bet street tacos. Yes, it's typically we all, street tacos. Because we all work together. But now we don't work near street tacos. Or eat by each other. Yes. And so, it needs to be a taco of some sort, I think. That sounds fair. Um, Any... Oh, we both enjoy pain. We do. <laughs> you know, Kent, um, yeah. there's a new taco at oh. Taco Bell. Tell me about this new taco. Called the Naked Chicken Chalupa. Oh, it sounds delicious. Tell me more. It, uh, <laughs> we're doing like an, we're not, not sponsored by Taco Bell yet. <laughs> yet. Remember we used to push for that every show? Uh, no, but the Naked Chicken Chalupa, there's no shell. It's a, it's a chicken. It's a, it's a shell. flat chicken nugget. It's a chicken nugget pancake. Yeah, it's like a chicken, a chicken pancake folded up and it's a taco. Yeah. And so let's say whoever gets the most correct. That sounds disgusting. Has to eat this. <laughs> no, has to eat it. Yes. I, I want to eat it. Gets to eat it. <laughs> I mean, what I'm just saying. No, they buy it for the other person. So yes. if you get more correct, you yep. buy it for, no, you know, if you get more correct, I buy for you. If I get more correct, you buy for me. Deal. Shake on it. I have witnessed Dave shucking. Shuck. We are shook. <laughs> we are shooken. <laughs> they have been shooken. <laughs> Let's over. do All right. this. Are we ready to start? Yes. All right. Ready First category, guys. start. Is going to be writing original screenplay, and the nominees are Heller Highwater. Whoa, family friendly. That's <laughs> no, okay because it's, it's talking about the place. Wait, Highwater. You say Heck Boy, but no. you can't say Heller Highwater. No, it's Heck or Highwater. Whoa, it's Heller Heckwater. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say the word high. <laughs> First to drugs. Oh, sorry. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Okay. All original right. screenplay, which means no, not based on anything else. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. just original from the screenplay. Original for the for, for the, the film. Yeah. All right, and then La La Land, The Lobster, which is still bothering me as a title, Manchester by the Sea, and 20th Century Women. And I, I can give plot synopses for any of these. I have them prepared in case you want to know. There are so many repeat nominees that I think it's fair to Tons. do it throughout the show. Okay. Well, and that's the thing. is Okay, so 20th Century Women, uh, the story of three women who explore love and freedom in Southern California during the late seven, 1970s. Uh, do, they, the, do they explore love and freedom? Apparently. Yeah, uh, it's awful. I hated it. <laughs> the lobster uh, is... What did, try, they, what did they find? Try explaining this one. In a dystopian near future, single people, according to the laws of the city... I'm watching ...are this. taken to the hotel where they are obliged to find a romantic partner in 45 days or are transformed into a beast and sent off into the woods. Hence, the lobster. <laughs> this is in Academy Awards. Best, origi- <laughs> best original screenplay. and Rachel Weisz. Uh, Heller what? Highwater, a divorced father and his ex-con older brother resort to a desperate, scream, desperate scheme in order to save their family's ranch in West Texas. Manchester by the sea. I'm going back and forth. An uncle is asked to take care of his teenage nephew after the boy's father dies and the boy's brother is Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Casey Affleck. So confused. Yeah. Uh, La La Land, a jazz pianist, falls for an aspiring actress in Los Angeles. The end. That's it. Well, okay. I mean... That's, that's it. Is that all the nominees I did? Yes. Yeah, so, yep. all right. So, 
Yeah, go ahead, Kim. For me, this is Hell or High Water is going to win the Oscar. Really? This is an incredibly clever screenplay it written is. by Taylor Sheridan. And I have seen this one. You, oh, okay. You have seen yeah, this one. I saw this one. And uh, Chris Pine, Jeff Bridges. Uh, ben Foster as well. Ben Foster. That's I couldn't remember his name. I think this movie is so tight. I get him and Giovanna, Giovanna Fabrizi. Giovanni Fabri, Fabrizi? <laughs> yeah. The spray? Yeah. Fabrizi. I get those two guys mixed up. <laughs> you shouldn't. Um, ben Foster is more angry and he's typically the villain more. He wasn't Warcraft. He's, he's not looking for unobtainium. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, this movie is so tight. Even in its slow moments, it has it's beautiful. I mean, there are just great character developing scenes, and this movie should win, deserves to win, actually. That's, it that's, it is. It's, it's tight, yo. It's really it's complex, <laughs> too, because the, the thing I liked about Hell or High Water, especially, is that it it's hard to tell the good guys from the bad guys. You, you mm-hmm. flip loyalties throughout the movie and there's not really one person that you really kind of say, yeah, they're my protagonist the entire time. Yeah. But it's very interesting, but I didn't give it to that. Okay. What'd you give it to? I gave it to La La Land because I feel like La La Land was one of those throwback, uh, romantic yet tragic movies that we don't, that we so used to see a lot more in Hollywood. And that's why I felt like a throwback. And it feels like something that came out of nowhere because mm-hmm. this script had been kicked around for a long time. Yeah. People wanted to change it. He wouldn't let them. The director wouldn't let them. Uh, Damien Chazelle, is that yes. his name? And so he finally got it made, and it became this masterpiece. And keep in mind, uh, La La Land is Throwing out masterpiece. He did. He just threw that down. Well, it really, it really was one that just came out of nowhere. And I love that when a movie can surprise me like that. I've known it was coming out for a 14 nominations. Year, just me. La La Land received the most nominations with a record tying 14, which All About Eve in 1950 and Titanic also have that distinction. Oh, cool. Okay. So, wow. Yeah. So you think La La Land? I think La La Land. Do you think for the balance of the music incorporated with the, the script, kind well, of the, the small story script? Yeah. I mean, I think that it's, it's, a, it's a simple idea told in a beautiful and unique way. And I think that's why it deserves to win the original screenplay. Although I would not be dissatisfied if Hell or High Water won as well. I would be really happy if Manchester by the Sea won this one. This It's more of an actor's piece than it is maybe the screenplay, mm-hmm. but it's so beautiful. And for such a kind of a cliche story of someone in my family died, I didn't need to take care of you know other loved ones. Spoiler alert. It, that's in the summary. <laughs> and Batman's involved somehow. Yeah. But it is a Batman's beautiful, brother. beautiful story. Yeah. But it's more of an actor's piece than it is the screenplay. Okay. But yeah, good choice. All right, mm-hmm. let's move on. Next is writing as well, but it's for adapted screenplay, which means that the script has been adapted from it came some from other a book source or a short film. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Some, from somewhere else. All, All right, right I'll go first in on this one. Uh, oh, you got to do the nominees. Oh yeah, nominees are Arrival, Fences, Hidden Figures, Lion, and Moonlight. Hidden Fences? That's that that movie, right? <laughs> Did I say that? No, no, people no, got in trouble for yeah, that one. Oh. That was someone else. Yeah. Okay, so Arrival, and like I said, we're going to get into uh, this. The first time we mention a movie, we'll we'll mention this, Great. the summary. So Arrival, when 12 mysterious spacecraft appear around the world, linguistics professor Louise Banks is tasked with interpreting the language of the apparent alien visitors. These are all from IMDb, by the way. Uh, I fence. saw that movie. Wasn't um, Will, Will Smith's son in that movie? Woo! Yes. And uh, the M. Night Shyamalan Brent movie? Spiner in After that movie Earth. as well? Yeah. <laughs> so many alien <laughs> movies. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Fences, a working-class African-American father, tries to raise his family in the 1950s while coming to terms with the events of his life. Uh, Hidden Figures, that was another one, right? The story, yep. the story of a team of African-American women math- mathematicians who served a vital role in NASA during the early years of the U.S. space program. Lion... A five-year-old Indian boy gets lost on the streets of Calcutta, thousands of kilometers kilometers from his home. He survives many challenges before being adopted by a couple in Australia. 
And then, oh, 25 25 years later, he sets out to find his family. And then Moonlight, a timeless story of a timeless story of human self discovery and connection. That's all it says. <laughs> wow, yeah. that really. Okay. Oh no, no, no! That really it opens does. the door. Into Moonlight, it. Moonlight chronicles the life of young. I didn't want to give too much away, but Moonlight chronicles the life of young black man from childhood to adulthood as he struggles to find his place in the world while growing up in a rough neighborhood in Miami. Accurate. Okay, great. Thank you. I'm all glad right. that the IMDb description is accurate. So that was all. I right. approve. Adapted screenplay. I'm going to go with Arrival. Because uh, the book that Arrival came from, different ending, different circumstances, and yet they were able to, and, and it was one of those books that they didn't think could be adapted. Uh, it, uh, what, what, they, what was the original name for it? The Story of Us? Yeah, The Story of My Life. <laughs> story of my life and take me home. But this movie. Every time. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost as bad as the it's other one. The Story one. of Your Life, right? It's almost yeah. as bad as the other one I used to sing every time you guys said it. You don't remember? From last year's Oscars? No. Oh, oh, I remember. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Um, still thinking. <laughs> James Bond. Yeah, it was, it was Adele. Yeah. yeah, it was Adele. No, it was, uh, what's his face? Oh, you. Oh, that one. Oh, that's, that's not what I was yeah. thinking. I was, I was thinking of the Adele one, but yeah. Yeah. Let the sky fall. Yeah. But I think Arrival will take it in because I think Arrival was able to put something on screen. It was made, it was able to take something on pages that were impossible to understand and put them on the screen in a way that was comprehensible. What grade so. did you give Arrival? Four stars. Four? Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, Kent, what's yours? I would like Arrival to win. In fact, that is that would be my pick, but I don't think it will. Are you voting with your heart or with your mind? On this, this one, year? I'm voting with my mind. Okay. <laughs> I'm voting with my mind. <laughs> and that's why I'm choosing Moonlight. Okay. Moonlight is a very smart movie because it tells the story in three parts, three distinct parts of this yeah, boy's three life. Yeah, the three-act story, totally unique. It's different ages for in a different cast. The description was like part. man experiencing life. <laughs> yeah. In <laughs> Miami. Is, they, yeah. They did that better when they called it boyhood. Well, sure they did. But this movie, is, it does manage to be different because every character feels real and fleshed out. And even though you only meet some characters for maybe 10 or 15 minutes, they feel real. And I think this real. movie... How many crack addicts do you know, Kent? <laughs> <laughs> now a lot because I did a little research into Moonlight. Oh, Okay. But it, it each character feels very true, and I think that is it's thanks to the acting, but also the screenplay you know, is very these dynamic. Characters are true. I <laughs> love my mom and dad. I promised myself I wouldn't do this. <laughs> I would like Arrival to win, but I think Moonlight's going to take it. All right. What about Lion? Like I haven't seen Moonlight yet, but I've seen the others, and I, I love Lion. Like I think that stands a pretty good shot. We know I you love, love Lion. it, but it's we know you love Lion. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> you would. Is that going to be the only lion joke, or are we going to get a few more of those? We'll see. <laughs> I don't have the courage to make but many more almost, of these. But it's almost—it's—it's it's a little too nice. emotional and a little too sappy, I think, to take it. Hmm. I really enjoyed it from like a viewer's perspective, but screenplay—screenplay, screenplay I didn't not. remember it as well. Okay, all right, let's move on. Next category is visual effects. The nominees are Deepwater Horizon, Doctor Strange, The Jungle Book, Kubo and the Two Strings. And Rogue One, a Star Wars story. In case oh, we didn't I know. Can, do you want me to give the descriptions of these ones? Sure, go ahead. <clears throat> Explain what this Rogue One is. That sounds weird. I don't Rogue, know. Rogue One? Rogue One. All, I, all I'm going to say about Rogue One is that if you're going to watch the Star Wars series, watch them in this order. Four, five, two, three, six. So I'm skipping two. You don't really need to watch one. You skipped one. Or Rogue One, because they don't really have anything to do with the story. <laughs> Not essential parts. Mm. That's, That's Rogue a, One. That doesn't sound like a summary. That sounds like an opinion. That's machete. Machete, machete, machete. machete. 
Uh, Kubo and the Two Strings, a beautiful animated tale about a young boy going on an adventure to find his his family's legacy. Yeah, we've talked about Kubo a few times. Yeah, we have. This is a great movie. The Jungle Book, it's a terrible kid actor uh, against a green screen. He was not good. He was terrible. I'm sorry if you're listening. You know, you guys really hated on him, but I didn't. I didn't mind. Okay, you're fi- you're nice. Yeah, maybe you I'm did nice. love Gods of Egypt. <laughs> the ten year old of me definitely loved <laughs> yeah. Gods of Egypt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Doctor Strange is Iron Man remade. Oh god. Deepwater Horizon is actually a tale of hero uh, heroism in the BP oil spill. <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> Yes. I love Ken's Whatever. People die, whatever. <laughs> whatever. I love Ken's description. <laughs> think they're kind of more fun. Things go boom, and Mark Wahlberg yeah. acts pretty well in this one. But visual effects really? essentially means, you know, the special effects, the uh, making things look really cool, making things on screen that don't happen in real life. Yes. All right. Computer take generation, take all your that. choices. Take your picks, gentlemen. Take your picks. For me, this is tough because I think they're going to want to give it to Disney in some way because Disney owns Rogue One, Doctor Strange, and Jungle Book. I think Deepwater Horizon deserves, the, you know, the, the award. They what? deserve visual effects. It's it's dynamic. Have you seen it, Joel? I haven't. It's it's like you're either. watching Backdraft, the ride, the movie. Oh, <laughs> which sounds super weird. Uh, that I remember the like ride. I remember the ride. Yeah, Universal yeah. Studios. Universal Studios. Yeah, the Jungle Book will win this one. I think it's between <sighs> Doctor Strange and the Jungle Book, and I think Jungle Book will win because they did create an entire environment. Out of nothing. They might have well have made it animated. It is, it is essentially animated. It is animated. I don't know why it's... But they even yeah. had little guys with hand puppets in this little yeah, terrible if you, if you go out, If you go out and look online, you could see pictures of like them doing the little hand puppets to this kid. And I was like, oh. But they created a believable world in a green screen room. It did look better than a lot of the other green screen movies. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm not going to give it to that. Okay, what are you going to give it to? I'm giving it to Kubo, Kent. Are you really? I'm giving it to Kubo. An animated movie? He's voting with his heart. I'm giving it to that one because Kubo does, it's a feature length animated film that the animation is super unique. Like it really does have a different look and there are effects that happen in there that you still, even though it's animated, you're like, how did they do that? Because it's not like traditional animation. It's clay animation. It's stop motion. And yet they made it so fluid and so beautiful that I thought, I want to give Kubo this. Okay. I hope it does. I feel like I'm Kent's heart. I know. For this show. I'm Kent's mind. You're <laughs> Kent's heart. Jake, what are you going to be? You're just Kent's heart all the Kent's, time. Jacob's his liver. It's uh, bad, right? <laughs> your liver. Yeah, yeah. It kind of sucks to be your liver. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I bet. If you're not playing along at home, by the way, please do. Because we like uh, hearing what you guys say. In fact, last time we said if anyone submits. A perfect bracket. Oh, yeah. We had a game last time, didn't it, we? Yeah. If, if, if anyone submits a perfect bracket to Bacon Sale previous to the Oscars, Jacob would buy them lunch. Yeah. Oh, I think nobody, stands, nobody right? did. There, somebody got close, though, I think. Yeah. Someone got close, but no one got it. Should we, yeah. you want to do the same thing? Uh, sure. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. If someone submits a perfect bracket previous to uh, February 26th when the Oscars come Dinner out. Dinner with Bacon Sale. Dinner with Bacon Sale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it has to be a perfect bracket. Yeah, it has to be perfect. Right. Yeah, perfect. I'm cheap. <laughs> <laughs> and then we can all split the. You're cost. cheap. <laughs> yeah. All right. What else we got, Jacob? I think Doctor Strange or Rogue One are going to win that. Just by the way, since you guys didn't say that, I just want to throw that out there. So those two that we didn't pick. So the only one that didn't get picked was Deepwater Horizon, which I think should win, but it won't. Hmm. 
Yeah, everybody... See, this is done by voting, right? And everybody loves Marvel. They love Doctor Strange. But it's the Academy, so they're, they're like criterion they collection like, snobs. They like Marvel, No, and, and Doctor Strange did some pretty incredible stuff if you've never seen other movies before. Oh, God. Do we have to go <laughs> Look, through this again? This isn't the point. The point is this is based on voting. Yeah. And so it's like I the, think it stands a really no, good they chance. The coolest screensaver Strange, I've ever seen. Doctor have you ever seen that pipe <laughs> screensaver from 1997? It was that the movie. <laughs> Doctor Strange deserves the... I like everything you're saying. <laughs> they deserve the award, but not for visual effects for best acting, as they don't crack up when they're making all those weird hand gestures. Oh, that's and true. nothing's happening. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. All right, next category is sound mixing. Sound mixing, which yeah, this once again, is really exciting stuff. Well, yeah, we're getting through all. We're trying to crank through all of them. But yeah, let's move quick on once, this. Once again, just to get to distinguish the difference, sound mixing is taking existing sounds and making them the levels match up. Sound editing is creating new sounds, which yes. is the next category. There you go. Okay, so sound mixing nominees are Arrival, Hacksaw Ridge, La La Land. Rogue One, a Star Wars story, and 13 Hours. This is the first time we're talking about Hacksaw Ridge. So I will say, World War II, American Army medic Desmond T. Doss, who served during the first Battle of Okinawa, or during the Battle of Okinawa, refuses to kill people and becomes the first man in American history to receive the Medal of Honor without firing a shot. It's a great movie, by the way. Very well done. And the return of Mel Gibson to the spotlight as well. Uh, and then we had... 13 Hours... 13 Hours is, I don't have a summary for that, but it's basically... Michael Bay's first great movie in 15 years. And yet, uh, Pam's Kidnapped and Jim and Roy. And one of his lowest grossing. Is it really? Yeah. It, what was it, it was considered release? a flop. Wow. Because of the box office. Well, they, his normal fan base, thank goodness, didn't come That's out. That's why I thought it was so well, weird. It's because they're not a loyal fan base. They're, yeah. they as just like puts them. Fickle. They're like the glitz. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, sound mixing. Arrival, Hacksaw Ridge, La La Land, Rogue One, or 13 Hours? Yep. Take your pick. I'm giving this one to Arrival. I think Arrival did a great job of just the sound of the movie. The sound of the movie is so interesting That's between true. the low rumbles of the extraterrestrials and then just the way that kind of interacts with the people and the contrast there. Even the sound effects of just and getting that into the ship. scene near the end. Yes. Yeah, very much so. And so I feel like this one's got this one's Arrival's to lose because if anything, <laughs> sound is their strongest point. I'm giving this one to La La Land. Big surprise. <laughs> is it a big surprise? This is the first one I've given to La La Land. Big surprise. Oh, my gosh. I think in the first scene, you just have to hear the car radios, the doors slamming, the music going the whole way, the synchronized dancing, the skateboarding. There is so much sound in here that they really had to create on its own that I think they're going to win this. And they match it perfectly. I, I could see that. That's all crap we've seen before, though. I mean... <laughs> Right? <laughs> well, all of this is crap we've seen before. <laughs> Not a rival, like the sound, like the, you know, I mean, his point the was. The sound of a UFO. No, I mean, yeah, like those were great. new, interesting, the, the kind subtlety, of unnerving sound. The subtlety no, but no, of the, the sound in rival mixing is, is levels. Yes. Editing is new. Uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sound editing. All right. So, sound editing. The nominees, nominees are Arrival, Deepwater Horizon, Hacksaw Ridge, La La Land, and Sully. And the plot summary of Sully is a fuzzy blue and yes. purple monster yes. uh, decides to go take care of Boo. <laughs> I'm so proud of you right now. I'm like, please, Joel, please. Yes. Uh, no, Sully is the is the tale of cat tale the the true story the representation of a true story of Captain Sully Sullenberger who successfully landed <laughs> yeah, a you're joking plane right? in the Hudson. Just kidding. <laughs> his name isn't really Sully. It's just his last name, Sullyberger. I'm going to give this one to Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. There is so much happening in this movie. There is. A lot of war scenes, a lot of shooting. And we've seen a lot of that before, but in terms saving of just Ryan. This, the squishing that they are, that, that's happening there. 
a lot the of just squishing. the explosion. You know, the squishing was squishing. There's a lot yeah. of gore. Here. They really took there the is, lead with the squishing. There is literally, and please cover your children's ears for a second. There's literally a part where a guy picks up a body, half of a body, mm-hmm. and uses it as a human shield to advance on the enemy. Yes. And I sat there with my eyes like saucers, going, "What is this?" Oh, there was that sort of thing all the time. Just I know. like legs and guts and pieces. It was very disturbing. It's like. Thanksgiving at Jacob's house. <laughs> yeah, I wish. But I think this movie should. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What? <laughs> okay. This movie should be recognized for that something, and I think it will be a more technical aspect, and I think this is the one it should win. Joel? If it's not a surprise, I'm going to give it to Arrival. Like okay. I said. Yeah, Arrival. And, and it was a big the, win for you. The mixing was interesting. Like, I remember just the one part, there's like an alarm going off in the background, but it's very subtle, but it's there. And then with the, mic- with the editing, I think, once again, the alien sounds just how these aliens communicate and the way they communicate is so interesting and it's very audible and interesting. I think it's arrivals. You are so my heart tonight. <laughs> is that <laughs> like, a Valentine? No, Joel, Joel always votes with his heart, which is the trouble. That's why he never wins. Like I love yeah. arrival and I want it to win, but I just don't know if it will. I get, I get some logical ones later on, but okay. there's definitely some emotional ones in here as well. All right. So short film and live have, action is the next category. Oh, okay. All right, you have something else? No, no, no. Short film, live action. Try to pronounce these. Yeah, I'm like staring closely, kind of like... The first one's French. Yeah, you want to try that, Joel? Enemies intérêts. Oh, that'll work. Wait, I want you to read through them, and then I'll pronounce them correctly. (laughs) Enumines intérêts. All right, next one. All right. La femme est la TGV. Is that French, too? Yes. It's kind of French. French, yeah. All right. And then... Sounds Frenchy. Silent Nights. Yep. (laughs) Sing and wait, wait. It's not sing. Oh, it is sing, but it's not sing. It's, it's not, not the. It's not the animated pig one. Oh, it's not. I no, love that movie. It's not. It's a. I know. We we know you love that movie. <laughs> it's the Irish hun- movie. It's Hungarian or Swedish, and they translated it to English. So, so it's sing. Well, it was like Mikin something. Mikin Bargarden. Who knows? Time Mikin and time Barger? code is the last one. If you guys remember all those. So, all right. So nobody cares. We don't need summary. No, 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 yeah, they're they're actually they're actually good. Uh, it is Hungarian, by the way, and it's Min- <laughs> Mindenki. Are you better make these summaries quick? All right, here's the summaries there. You better quick. be smart. And uh, enemies funny. interiors during the 90s and Algerian Al- Algerian terrorism reaches France. France, two men, two identities, one battle. Woo! La Femme de TGV is a touching story between a lonely woman and a TGV train driver. Silent Nights, a volunteer at a housing shelter falls for an illegal immigrant. Sing is a childhood drama with a lot of music set in 1990s Budapest. Inspired by a true story, it follows an award-winning school choir and the new girl in class who just might uncover the ugly secret behind their fame. Which actually, I, I looked at the spoiler fan. I'm like, oh, it's not that bad. Have you guys watched any of these? Nope. I watched the trailer for all these. And then time code, uh, Luna and Diego are, the, are parking lot security guards. Diego does the night shift and Luna works by day. It's like a mismatched romantic comedy. Sing, skip to this. Sing because it's easy to pronounce. <laughs> so silent nights. Good reasons. Joel, <laughs> you. I chose time code because it looks like a cute little romantic drama between... Because it's the night time guard. Code. This is the one with up, Jean-Claude up, down, Van Damme, right? Left, right. It's, it's, yes, right. exactly. It's <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. <laughs> time code. But time code. <laughs> the time trilogy. <laughs> but it's like there's the night shift guy time and the, bandits. Day, the, the night shift girl and the day shift guy and they leave notes for each other to find each other on the tape. Oh, and they're like the Five messages. Nights at Freddy's. Kind of. Is this Five Nights at Freddy's? Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> so you chose time code? I chose time code. Okay. <clears throat> but you chose sing because you like Reese Witherspoon is a pig. <laughs> All right, next is short film animated. Uh, All right, I'll read them, I guess. Uh, That's that's what my favorite part so far. uh, Blind Vesha? 
borrowed time. And there's actually a question mark in the name. <laughs> like, I feel really confident about saying that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Borrow time. Pear cider and cigarettes. Oh, that's kind. Of, that's a good title, actually. Mm. Uh, Pearl and Piper. Okay. Uh, I am going to run through these real quick because I think they're cool. Of course you are. Well, no, like whenever I watch these trailers, I'm like, there are some cool movies out there. I need to see these. But okay, Blind Vaisha. But you're not. Is uh, from the moment she was born, Vaisha was a very special girl. With her left eye, she can only see into the past. And with her right eye, she can only see into the future. What? That's awesome. Did I you know. just say right eye both times? No. Left, past, right, future. Uh, borrowed time, a weathered sheriff returns to the remains of, the, of an accident he spent a lifetime trying to forget. With each step forward, the memories come flooding back. Flooding back. Came into an accent there at the end. Uh, pear cider and cigarettes, I think the ones Kent will like, because um, it's the brutally honest story of Robert's turbulent relationship with a self-destructive yet charismatic friend from childhood who cries out, from, cries out for help from a military hospital in China and sets Rob on a wild ride to get him home to Vancouver. All I hear is words. <laughs> Don't even know. Uh, Pearl, uh, set inside their home, a beloved hatchback. Pearl follows a girl and her dad as they crisscross in the country, uh, crisscross the country chasing their dreams. And then Piper was the one that played before Finding Dory. It's about a mother bird teaching her the little one to how to find food by herself. All right, take your picks, guys. Let's pa- move on. Pear cider and cigarettes. Because I, I, I said that? No, I agree. I really chose that one. It, did you watch the trailer? Nope. You should watch the trailer because I think you'll like it. Because it, it's dark? It's the best it's title all dark. around. Like, I was, I was watching these, and I'm just like, you know, they're little trailers. It's fine. And that one came out, and I'm like, ah, no one look at my screen. <laughs> it's violent and, and terrifying. Oh, cool. All yeah. right, I'm in. Uh, I chose Piper because I think that uh, Disney's got to get something this year, and uh, oh, I think they'll get a lot of something. Mm, what <laughs> they have like they have like nine billion dollars in the box office. They do, this but it's year. also Family also friendly. Piper has a. It's really cool animation. The birds they look really real. It's kind of creepy. Hmm. Okay, all right. Production design is next category. Woo! The, the nominees are Arrival, Fantastic Beasts, and Where to Find Them, Hail Caesar. It seems like that movie was longer ago than this year. It is in February. February, okay. Uh, La La Land and Passengers. Woo! All right. Is there new ones in there? Passengers is new. Uh, Fantastic Beasts, Where to Find Them is new. It's the story of a uh, um, a weird wizard who has things in his case and then loses them, and then it's a terrible We should movie. probably do the backstory so everybody really knows. It started with this other book most people haven't heard of. It's called Harry Potter. Is that how you pronounce it? I think. Uh, yeah, we have. A, we did a bacon bed of Fantastic Beasts. Listen to that. Hail Caesar is kind of this throwback uh, to it's like old a bad Hollywood. version of La La Land. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Not that great. And I love the Coen brothers. And then Passengers is two of the most likable people in Hollywood in one of the most unlikable movies. Yeah. No, that's accurate. Hmm. So it's about two people in space who wake up out of cryo-freeze. Space Creeper, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. I yeah. like that. Okay. <laughs> that makes me want to see it when I had no interest. But <laughs> you want to see you yeah. want to see Space Creeper? I want to know which one the creeper is. <laughs> okay. But the production Michael design, Shannon, is that the creeper? <laughs> Michael Shannon shows up. He's always the creeper. Uh the production design is basically the look of it, the sets and the decorations and the props and all that. You know what's weird? Fantastic mm-hmm. Beasts had no cityscapes at all. It was once again like the like Jungle Book, it was green screen pretty much the entire way. Really? Yeah. Huh. Just crazy. All right. That is crazy. I am going to play the part of Kent's heart once again and say La La Land because I feel like La La Land not only managed to create this kind of retro modern feel, but also with lighting and natural lighting as well as artificial lighting, they were able to capture some of the most beautiful colors you've seen on the silver screen in a long time. La La Land makes Los Angeles seem like a beautiful place where you'd want to live. You mean L.A., L.A. Land? L.A., L.A. I don't think a lot of people get that. L.A., They're L.A. Like, that seems like a fruity title. Prada, Bag, like, it's Gucci Los Angeles. Shoes, Louis V, Jimmy Choo. 
You want to keep going? Prada bag, Gucci <laughs> shoe, Louis V, Jimmy Choo. <laughs> La La Land. LA Girls? No? Yeah. Okay. Sure. I just, I just know you're singing. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next up is music original song. Woo. I have clips. You have this. clips? I have audio clips that we are going to play. Like clippers? Like you're going to give us a haircut? or yes. I need a haircut. I need a haircut too. Yeah. I can tell. We'll do it on a sleepover. Name the song and then I'll play like a 30 second clip. All right. First one is Audition and that's from La La Land. Can't stop weeping. And this is Emma Stone really singing. Yeah. This is one take, by the way, in the movie. What? They kept the first take? Yeah. No, no, no. One take in the movie. You know how they kind of rotate around oh, yeah, and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, but that's not the actual recording of her singing right then, probably. No, they had her really sing during it. Or at least, I thought they did. Or was that... Was Wouldn't that be studio Rouge? recording? I mean, it might have been real. Like Les so Mis style? But better. All right. Captured a feeling. All right. We basically talked over it, but yeah. To well, avoid copyright. Uh, next is Can't Stop the Feeling from Trolls. I'm going to dance. Okay, so my two-year-old, no, excuse me, my four-year-old, she calls the Sunshine in My Pocket song. Is that not adorable? It's adorable. It's more, probably more adorable than the song. It's way more no. adorable than the song. This song is a bore. I don't care who you are. This song is a happy song. No, it's, it's, no. it's happy. It doesn't make me happy. It's great. You cannot listen to this song and not dance. I'm not a Timberlake fan. I'm not a JT no, guy. It's, it's you not don't that have good. to be. Cry me a river, okay? Oh. <laughs> 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 bye, 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 Ken. Bye, bye, bye. All right. What else we got? City of Stars. Okay. Also from some weird movie called L.A. L.A. Land. City of Stars. City of Stars. Are you shining just for me? That's Ryan Gosling, ladies. Yes, it is. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. I learned how to really play <laughs> piano singing. for this movie. I learned how to play There's this song so as well. You know how to play this? I'm trying to impress girls. Is you want to see story? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so funny. <laughs> All right. You have a piano here? Yeah, upstairs. Wow. What else we got? Can you play it for us after? I will. I, I can't wait. W- will you like it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll tell all the single girls all about it. Yeah. And all the single come, ladies? All the single ladies. Put your hands up. All right, what's the next one? The Empty Chair. The That's Empty Chair. From no, 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 no. Okay. It's from, you can say what it's from. Don't say who it's by. Okay. I'm only going to say what it's from. Okay. It's by, no, I'm just, uh, the James Foley story. Yeah. Jim, Jim, the James Foley story. Jimmy, the James Foley, something like that. It's the, it's the journalist uh, who was beheaded by ISIS, actually. It's like a documentary about him. Really? Didn't get any other nominations but this. But listen to this. I want you to try to guess who this singer is. I already know. It's Moby. <laughs> If I should close my <laughs> yeah, that'll be really hard to guess. That my soul can see. You know who that is? Instantly. A place at the table that you this is Sting. Yeah. So Doing a Jeff Bridges impersonation. Yeah, yeah, what is that? It sounded like Jeff Bridges. But he's, he's getting old. He's basically doing Johnny Cash. Well, he's old. But it didn't sound like Sting. Really, you didn't recognize Sting from that? I didn't. No, I when I when I said that was Sting, was, when I said it was Sting, I put it on and went, "That's not Sting." Hmm. Like it's just that. We've got one more. It's "How Far I'll Go" from Moana. Well, the record show. We're both Joel and right Ken are doing emotional fist pumping in the air. This man, his name's Stan. He's a plan, and he loves me. That's not it. 
I'm so glad we don't have Let It Go. But it's practically the same (laughs) song. (laughs) It's the song at the beginning with the heroine singing to the wind. It's about how she's dissatisfied. Disney has lied. Whoa, take it easy. I don't know. Dissatisfied with her life. The first time I heard this song, I actually was like, that sounds an awful lot like Belle's song. Like, I want to... The Great White Open. Well, it's the traditional Disney story. They have a name for that, honestly, but I can't remember. The winner is this. (laughs) Hey, isn't that from Sing? That's from Sing. This is the the porcupine that sings this. Jake, that's good. You're looking at me kind of blind right now. Oh yeah, this is this is from Sing. Sing, Apparently, this is from Sing. It's the porcupine singing it. Stop it right now. Irish porcupine. This is the song that was snubbed this year That's in a, great a song. big, big way. This is, this is Drive It Like You Stole It from Sing Street. Street? Did they make a sequel to Sing? Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I always get mad anytime I, you say that. I, I love that I, joke. I love that song. I've been running that joke for like a month or more. In a perfect world, Riddle of the Model would be nominated for the an Oscar. Of the model. <laughs> but Drive It Like You Stole It was just not promoted in the in the Oscar voting at all. The Weinsteins, they could have done something with this movie and they just chose to ignore it and then promote other movies. Sing Street got totally ignored. It did. But because we have to pick one of the nominees. The Glitch Mob? You can just buy me the Naked Chicken Chalupa right now if you want. No, it's, it's Sing Street, not Glitch Mob. Okay. Although I now I, I kind of want to hear the Glitch Mob one. Well, I just looked it up trying to find it so I could listen to it later, but yeah, yeah, all it says is Glitch Mob. Yeah, it's not the right one. I actually found that out when I was trying to look for it too, but look up the Sing, Sing Street soundtrack, you'll find it. Right. I feel like everyone loves Lin-Manuel Miranda, and so Moana <laughs> yeah, he wrote a Moana. chance. He wrote Hamilton as well. He's very, very popular. Mm-hmm. Also, Justin Timberlake, it will be really fun to see him sing this at the Oscars. But It's, it's going to get people on their feet. It's La La Land's you know, time. This is the musical this year. And most people would say City of Stars, but I'm going with Audition. City of Stars. I think Audition. I am yawning as I sing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> audition it. is a beautiful song that summarizes great the horror movie. movie. <laughs> <laughs> it is, oh, my gosh. That's a, it's a beautiful horror movie. It's so scary. Don't watch it, kids. It's a beautiful, beautiful song. And I, I can't wait to see this one. This is the movie, or this is the song that future actresses will sing at their future auditions because it, it is powerful. It starts off slow and builds to just greatness. It does. Although it's going to be hard for people to do it as an audition piece because they'll have to start with the talking and kind of end oddly. Yeah. Because it doesn't. the beginning and the end are a little odd. She's looked without leaping. Uh, you're wrong. Yeah, what's yours, Joel? <laughs> I'm wrong? Because, Kent, and I'll tell you why. I had audition. I had it marked down. It was marked on my list as the winner. And then I realized we got two La La Land contenders on here and people are going to split the vote and neither oh, one is get the majority you're right it's going to moana it's going to how far i'll go make way make way everyone loves lin-manuel miranda and they want to get they want him to give him an egot they want him to win the uh, the emmy the grammy the oscar and the tony he's already got the tony they're gonna give him the oscar he's gonna be uh, he may have gotten a grammy already too it's a fine song it doesn't really stand out i mean I, I can i say can i admit something yeah I listen to these, all these, like in a row. That one's stuck in my head. That's really? The, that's the one I've been whistling the most after this. Because City catchy. of Stars actually has whistles in it. It does. But okay. this one actually really does stick with me. And I do, I want to see the movie now. I haven't seen it, but I, I want to see think, it now because I honestly this. think we're both wrong. I think City of Stars will win, but I want to go with Audition because that's what my heart tells me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Switching it up mid-game, huh? No, he's still going. You're still going. Yeah, yeah. still going Audition. Audition. 
All right, so next category is music again, this time original score. Um, Kent, I'm going to go on a limb here. I haven't done the nominees. Oh, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. The nominees are Jackie, La La Land, Lion, Moonlight, and Passengers. We haven't done Jackie yet. That is the story of Jackie Onassis and the JFK assassination. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Kent, I'm going to go on a limb here, as I said before. (laughs) And I'm going to say we're going to have the same pick, and I'm going to play it right now. Please do. <laughs> okay, this is La La Land, and this is the Another Day of Sun at the beginning, which there's no way this will lose. It, it should win. This is the score to beat. Like, this is just. Well, look at these other movies. Like, yeah, their scores. And everyone seems like a more traditional else. score, like, you know, the orchestral kind of traditionalness. This one is peppy and fun and jazzy and emotional. This is everything a, a score should be. Because it's immediately identifiable. You hear this, you know it's from La La Land. Yes. It matches the tone of the movie, and it's just beautiful. It makes makes jazz feel cool. Again. I don't know if I go that far. I thought that was... When Carl Malone was there, I thought they were cool. But I really <laughs> haven't gotten to him God. since then. <laughs> Carl, Malone. Uh, Carl Malone. got to think about... Okay, so that was my gamble. Kent, did you agree? Of course. Okay, there we go. All right. Next category is makeup and hairstyling. The nominees are A Man Called Ove. A Man Called Ove. Ove, that's right. Uh, Star Trek Beyond and Suicide Squad. Wait, which one was this again? Makeup and hair. That's right. Makeup and hair. <laughs> it's such three three movies. There's only three. None of which. If I Suicide thought, Squad wins anything ever for any reason. That's what I'm picking. I'm picking it too. Yeah. <laughs> Oscar winner Suicide Squad. <laughs> I, Academy Award winning. Can you imagine Suicide how Squad. angry film Twitter would be if Suicide Squad won an Oscar? Oh, that would be so embarrassing. But how great! And honestly, it would be kind of funny. But it deserves it. Uh, can you what? Want to yeah. By the way, do you want to do the, the uh, synopsis for a uh, man called Ove? No, 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 no. For the I don't even know what that is, and I prefer to give it to a man <laughs> called I'll Ove. I'll a man called Ove is because it's in best foreign film. Uh, Ove, an ill-tempered, isolated refugee retiree, not refugee, who spends his days enforcing block association rules and visiting his wife's grave, has finally given up on life just as an unlikely friendship de- develops with his boisterous new neighbors. Star Trek Beyond is let rock and roll save the Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So dumb. They're working on a sequel to that with, with uh, Lynn? I wonder if they are. I should check. Mm. It was a fun ride. But I then mean, Suicide Squad is the story of uh, Slipknot leading this amazing team of, <laughs> of in, uh, in, criminals. Into the, into the end of Ghostbusters. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. Yeah. Man, that movie was bad. No, we're both seeing Suicide Squad? Oh, yeah. Because... Seriously, three, Wait, you're three movies? You guys know when you pick this and you're wrong, then you've missed one. I know, right? But what would you pick? Star Trek. Because of the one Brazilian girl? Yeah. That's, that's reason enough, honestly. Are you kidding me? No. With Killer Croc in that movie alone. They Suicide Squad well. will not win. And the Enchantress. It Enchantress. will not win. Enchantress. It is embarrassing, <laughs> man. That is exactly what she did. I wish this was filmed. Yeah. <laughs> some weird that is how awkward stuff. it was. That is no, how awkward it was. One character's makeup does not a movie make. Suicide Squad managed to do the or, Harley we'll Quinn see makeup, when you guys the Joker makeup, both lose Killer Croc makeup. This one, which you will, for sure. Mm-hmm. I hope. I really hope it wins. That would be my favorite thing ever. I would love ever. it. Academy <laughs> Award winning Suicide Squad. You do not have a prayer. <laughs> did Batman Superman get nominated at all? Nope. No. So yeah, Suicide Squad would get the Academy Award for DC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, next category. Foreign language film. Okay, now we're getting a foreign language film. Kid, did you have one for the... Oh, yeah, nominees. And sorry. the nominees are... I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Land of Mine, A Man Called Ove, The Salesman, uh, Tana, 
and Tony Erdman. So uh, a man called everywhere talked about, um, and to give you a little more on that, that one is about, uh, well, yeah, that one's about a guy who's kind of lost his lease on life and he tries to commit suicide a couple different times. And it doesn't quite work out. So it's kind of like a dark comedy. Land of Mine is, I think it's based on a true story about a bunch of German POWs who have to go dig up like 2 million landmines that the Germans put down with their bare hands. Oh, that's pretty cool. And it's like a, a soldier and a bunch of boys bonding story. Um, Tana, it's like the Romeo and Juliet kind of a thing, but on an island. It's like these people who are not supposed to be together because she's in an arranged marriage and they cause this tribal war. Oh, and then they only wait two months to actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we played that at last year. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. a great game. I, I should <laughs> say, by play the way. Again. A man, See how long you wait this a time. A man called yeah. is from Sweden. Land not of mine long. is from Denmark. <laughs> Tana is from Australia. The salesman is from Iran. And it's about a couple whose relationship begins to turn sour during their performance of Arthur Miller's Death of a Salesman. Okay. And then Tony Erdman is about a pra- is from Germany. A practical joking father tries to reconnect with his hardworking daughter by creating an outrageous alter ego and posing as her CEO's life coach. Tony Erdman. Really? The yep. Gerard Depardieu practically movie? Yeah. I was gonna, I'm going to go with The Man Called Ove just because okay. my sister loved the book and uh, she told me about it. And I thought, that sounds like a good movie. Okay, great. So, All right, next category is film editing. Film editing. Nominees are Arrival, Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, La La Land, and Moonlight. For me, this is the first one I think I'm giving to Arrival. Really? Yeah. Although, on the, unless I gave Arrival something before, but <laughs> <laughs> this is the first one, unless I've done something else. It's hard to tell when I'm on this many drugs, what I've done in the past. No, that's true. The first I'm one I've given now. to Arrival so far. And why? why? I just think the way they crafted this movie, just all together, like you even said, like the alarm and everything that kind of flashes in and out, and I'm not going to talk about the story structure. Right. But the, man... Yeah. It gets trippy. Yes. The way it flows is perfect. And it's almost like it's almost like the same scene when things combine. I can see your point. And you almost made me change my answer. But I'm going with La La Land. Okay. No. So it's now it's La La Land show from now on. I, I think La La Land's I mean, they got fourteen nominations. They 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 swept the people no the Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. And I think they're gonna get a lot of love here. And I think in regard to creating a musical, they nailed it. And the way they edited everything together and the story, the especially way, the ending. The way they edited the epilogue is the epilogue amazing. is fantastic. And I think that alone was kind of like, whoa, this is... That's a good call. This is intriguing. So I'm giving it to La La Land. I'm going to go Arrival or Hacksaw Ridge because all the battle stuff is like actually pretty Jacob, hard to do. It. I like how Jacob is like, we pick a couple and Jacob's like, and I'll pick the rest. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I was right, guys. Did you, you know this? I said Arrival. <laughs> I won. I, I got won. 18 right. I By guess. default. <laughs> you guys are just bitter because I beat you. He does. He, he beats us every night. Please. We're trapped in Jen's basement. Bus, bus. Why is he beating us in my basement? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom never checks down here. <laughs> I'm wrapping presents. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, uh, moving on. All right. Next category is documentary. This is short subject. Nominees are extremists. That's the Iron Man story. <laughs> oh, it's told really poorly, actually. <laughs> Four point one miles. Uh, Joe's violin. Sequel to Bob's violin. <laughs> what Tony? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> with Donnie, my homeland, and the White Helmets. <laughs> uh, Four Point Miles is about Coast Guard dealing with a bunch of refugees on a small Greek island. These, these are real stories, too. Uh, Extremis is about uh, patients in an ICU and whether they want to pull, pe- take people off life support or not. And it's a question of life support versus not life support. Joe's Violin is about a 91-year-old Holocaust who donates his uh, instrument to a school, changing the life of a schoolgirl. 
Uh, Watani, My Homeland is about uh, one family's fight and struggle to survive the Syrian civil war, filmed over three years. And White Helmets is about uh, as daily airstrikes as daily airstrikes pound civilian targets in Syria, a group of an indomitable first responders risk their lives to rescue vic- victims from the rubble. I went with White Helmets. Me too. Really? Yes. Yeah. Now, did you do that's research racist. at all? Or? I looked at the summaries, but that's about it. Because I watched the trailers, and I actually was going to give it to Watani, my homeland, because I was like, oh, yeah, one family trying to survive Syrian civil war. Mm-hmm. And then White Helmets came, and I went, this is a story about heroes. Like, people going into the rubble, and like, yes. and when it when I went to watch the trailer, it's like, are you over 18? And I'm like, crap, what's it going to show? There was some pretty harrowing stuff. Okay. Like, like children getting injured and stuff uh, like that. Like, but, but them saving them, like, you know, right. Like a baby Jessica situation where they're pulling a baby out of the rubble. And I'm just like, Whoa, did you really do a baby Jessica reference right there? I did. Baby Jessica. Huh? Yeah. And, and I don't think sequels, especially ones to uh, Bob's violin is, they, I don't think sequels <laughs> do well at the Oscars. Look, look, especially really? the documentary sequels. <laughs> the, the Bob, Bob's violin was obviously a better movie. <laughs> yeah. So the white helmets, we both agree. Yep. All right. Next one is documentary. This is feature length. Documentary feature length. The nominees are Fire at Sea. Fire at Sea, capturing life on the Italian island of Lampedusa, a front line in the European migrant crisis. The second is I Am Not Your Negro. Uh, writer James Baldwin tells the story of race in modern America with his unfinished novel, Remember This House. Life Animated. A coming-of-age story about a boy and his family who overcame great challenges by turning Disney animated movies into a, into a language to express love, loss, kinship, and brotherhood. Mm. O.J. Made in America. It is the finding culture tale of modern America, a saga of race, celebrity, media, violence, and criminal justice system. I kind of want to see that now after watching the recreation. And 13th. An in-depth look at the prison system in the United States and how it reveals the nation's history of racial inequality. I'm really split on this one because OJ Made in America is the front runner here, but it was also uh, played on ESPN. It's, it's about eight hours long. Seven hours, 47 minutes. Are you messing with me? It is no. the longest film ever to be nominated for Academy Award. It's seven hours, 57 minutes? Seven hours, 47. But mercy. But compelling all the way through. Except for that's how long the White you Bronco ride no. is. Emily's watched it. She, she loved it. Really? I want to watch it, but Well, I was going to watch it. Now I'm not going to. I'm not going to watch something for I mean, eight that's, hours. That's basically the length of a Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah, who's yes. going to watch that? <laughs> eight hours of beauty. I think it's between Life Animated and OJ Made in America, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to the front runner, OJ Made in America. Eight hours long? That almost makes it more likely to win. No, and that's... Yeah, I think so, too. I think it's historical for a number of reasons. I think I'm going to give it to OJ Made in America as well. Yeah, I just watch it, I guess, like it's episodic or something. All right, next category is going to be costume design. Okay, and if you come across one that we haven't done before, I'll give the summary. I should have done that from the beginning. It's so much better for pacing. I'm sorry. All right, first is Allied. Joel? That's a story of, I don't know. All uh, about of, how. Of when Brad Pitt flipped her upside down. Lost his... Brad Pitt wife. goes. Oh, that's yes. right. The guy thinks his wife is a Nazi spy, or they think that his wife is a Nazi yes. spy. Okay. When Angelina Jolie is an American spy, but he leaves her for a Nazi spy. When she's the tourist. Oh man. There you go. And then he's Mr. Smith, and then salt. he falls in love with Marianne Cotillard, which is a true story. That's salt. <laughs> oh, it is salt. <laughs> salty. So many spies. So salty. Next is Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. We talked about that one. Florence Foster Jenkins. The story of an overrated actress. Oh, wait, sorry. No, the story of Florence Foster Jenkins, a New York heiress who dreamed of becoming an opera singer despite having a terrible singing voice. Jackie. Did that one already? And La La Land. What's that one? La La Land. All right. Oh, man, this is tough. Joel, you go first. I'm going to go with Jackie. I, I think it's, it, they love period costumes and the fact that it's all 60s looking and, 
you know, that retro kind of look and feel and they captured it. They absolutely captured it. So they're going to give it to that one because we don't have any big froofy dresses in this year's. I'm also giving it to Jackie as well. Yes. Well, I'm going to give it to La La Land because I'm the real uh, lover of La La Land, not you guys. Oh, you are? Have you seen it? Say, I'm the yeah, real, yeah. Say, I'm the real yeah, lover of La La Land 10 times fast. <laughs> you really have seen La La Land, Jake? Yeah, you gave me the screener. Then you watched it? Yeah. How have we not talked about this movie? I, I don't know. Moving on. Okay. But yeah, Jackie. His name's Jacob. <laughs> he calls me Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cinematography. Nominees are Arrival. La La Land, Lion, Moonlight, and Silence. Two priests travel to Japan in an attempt to locate their mentor and propagate Catholicism. You're right. That is better for flow, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Yeah, we should have done that from the beginning. All right. Let's start over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joel, you pick first. Uh, a cinematographer I went with La La Land. Once again, choreography, both in with people and with cameras, is very difficult. And to do them both together, even more so. And so I'm going to give it to La La Land. For me, I went with Arrival. Not only do they capture the scope of one military base mm-hmm. and the UFO, but also the close-ups on Amy Adams' face when they need to, or just just isolating characters when they are crucial. I think Fair. they do such a great job, and I think this will win. Fair. I think I, th- I agree. I think Amy Adams deserves to be in these movies <sighs> and not Lois yeah. Lane. Wow. Um, I think we should take a break here. Take a break? You want to do an activity of some sort? I don't want to do an activity because Seven I feel activity. like we need to pay tribute to what we've lost. We have lost a few things. In 2016? I don't think anyone's really died, but I do want to talk about what else. Do you don't think lost. anyone really died in 2016? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough people for kids, apparently. <laughs> no, but no, every time you say that, if you haven't watched the Oscars, they have a segment where, and they, they normally will show a, play a sad song and they'll talk about all the, the cast and crew and everyone that they've lost in the past year. And We're going to have it's music gonna be in the background? This year. Yeah. So Kent's going to add nice. some music in the background here. All right. Uh, you going first, Kent? Can I get some reverence? You, really you got it. Okay. You got it. You got it. Rest in peace. Any hope for a great comedy sequel? Because of Zoolander <laughs> 2, I think we've been proven that we will never get a comedy sequel that can live up to the first. Something we love. Remember Dumb and Dumber? That got a sequel, and that was terrible. Was that in 2016? No, but I'm saying <laughs> no one should ever have a hope. My Big Fat Greek Wedding? Great movie back in, in back in 2002, but my Big Fat Greek Wedding 2, yes, came out this year. Wow. Absolutely terrible. Even Neighbors 2, which had a sequ- or the original two years ago, number two was I terrible. Had, I had a lot of hope for that one. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> but because of Zoolander 2, a movie that was stupid, the original stupid, but it had something great, and now it's gone. Okay. Rest in peace. Any hope of non-political award shows? People used to show gratitude in their winning speeches. Now they just show attitude. That was really good. Is that what you call it? (laughs) Rest in peace, Stephen Hiller. (laughs) While testing, while test piloting the ESD's first alien hybrid fighter, an unknown malfunction (laughs) causes the untimely. I got that before you. I was like Stephen Hiller. I do immediately. Yeah. Oh yeah, my reverence, reverence, reverence. Yes. An unknown malfunction caused the untimely death of Colonel Hiller. (laughs) Hiller's valor in the War of '96 made him a beloved global icon whose selfless assault against the alien mothership led directly to the enemy's defeat. He survived by his wife Jasmine and son Dylan. That was that is found on the war of 1996.com. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Rest in peace, 
young adult fiction franchise finales? Oh, seriously? Just because your first three <laughs> films have grossed over $765 million worldwide doesn't mean you'll get to finish it. Poor Divergent. Detergent. Rest in peace. If you, if you don't know, by the way, yeah, they, they, they're not making the final one. They were going to make it into a TV movie. Oh, they're not even doing it well, anymore? But Shailene Woodley wouldn't agree to it, and so now they won't even do it, not even do it at all. I like how you're using the soft voices still. It's sad. They'll get someone like terrible, like Demi Lovato, to play the probably. Wait, character. they'll do that and then finish it with a different yeah, person? I'm thinking, yeah. All right, That's go worse. Rest in peace. My dislike for Blake Lively. Okay. After The Shallows, back. I was so converted. <laughs> To how freaking hot! I'm Blake so glad Lively you said converted so instead of. I was so very, like I don't stop, know. Stop family friendly. Family solemn tones. Oh my goodness! Not only did I get a shark movie where the shark was an absolute monster, but Blake Lively, looking fabulous, and she acted well. Yeah, she did. That too. <laughs> Blake Lively, say hello. Rest in peace, Johnny Depp's marketability. After the mm. flop that was Alice through the looking glass and your very public separation with Amber Heard, you'll be lucky to get any jobs in the future. What? You have three major motion pictures coming out in 2017 and another three in 2018? Never mind. Rest in peace, my expectations built on great movie trailers. After Suicide Squad excited me for an entire year, after three amazing trailers, I saw, I saw the Oscar-nominated Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> and I was sad. Oscar nominated. <laughs> Rest in peace, critic credibility. Every critic and entertainment website who gushed over the Ghostbusters remake should have their card revoked. The public has spoken. It was a flop. Let it go. Rest in peace, movie bloggers trying to sway audiences. After Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> I had the same exact yeah. one. And after trying to sway people away from Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad, they're both financial successes, whereas Ghostbusters was not. I, I, I kid you not. I looked up, uh, I, didn't remember, I think it was IGN or something like that. I'm keeping my low, solemn tone. But I looked up something about the biggest flops of 2016, and it had Ghostbusters in there. And they were like, yeah, it didn't do so well. But honestly, like, a, you know, whatever it made, like 200 and something million, million is not that bad. And I was like, mm, it is when you compare it to the budget. Shameful. They were shameful. They're still trying. Rest in peace. Monday night watching of Walking Dead. First, my wife stopped watching at the end of season six, and then I only made it five episodes into season seven. You're just not that good anymore, and I probably will not watch anymore. Rest in peace, the non-ironic use of the word huge. <laughs> we can never say huge anymore. <laughs> oh, man, that's It's true. been ruined. What a huge loss. Rest in peace, jokes about Leo not winning an Oscar. It was fun while it lasted. But now you can just coast, Leo. Do a couple rom-coms and retire on your giant yacht. What is he going to do? Rest in peace, clowns. <laughs> That's it? Yeah, clown thing. That's I know, but, yeah. but they're not gone. They should be. <laughs> and they need to die and rest in peace. Clowns <laughs> should never be seen, not even at parties anymore. <laughs> clowns need to go away, and the circus is no longer no longer ever happening again. Yeah. Can, so is that a clown costume? I why, am I, why am I getting so much softer every I don't time know. I do this? <laughs> Rest in peace. Everyone is obsession with the Stephen Avery case. Stephen, you were on everyone's mind at the beginning of 2016. I even had a package of documents, podcasts, and articles that I would send to people after they finished viewing the Netflix, Netflix series. But now, Manitowoc is just another county in Wisconsin. 
Rest in peace. Any hope for successful video game movies? Yeah. After Warcraft, Ratchet and Clank, and sadly, Assassin's Creed. I don't think we're ever going to see see a success. And Assassin's Creed was actually pretty dang cool. I don't know if you, if Duncan Jones and Michael Fassbender can't save a video game movie, what can? That's true. Yeah. Rest in peace, Muppets. Muppets Most Wanted wasn't that great. Then your rebooted, rebooted, rebooted TV show was canceled. Then Sesame Street had to move to HBO. Your past work will always be great, but maybe you shouldn't try to make anything new. We have more. <laughs> Rest in peace, my trust of blind people. <laughs> Wait. Oh what? yeah, yeah. After uh, seeing "Don't Breathe," yeah, oh, "Don't Breathe." Yeah. Seen, uh, a, I'd never try to break into a blind person's home. And B, not anymore. Anyway, I think they're all killers. <laughs> Rest in peace, DC going toe to toe with Marvel. <laughs> that was before this year. After Batman v Superman couldn't get crowds pumped, and Suicide Squad trailer was better than the movie. You couldn't. You're facing an uphill battle now, DC. I wish you luck. Yeah, that's true. I wish. I'm Did lucky. you just finger gun me? DC is an underdog. Everyone loves an underdog. Rest in, help. Rest in peace. Almost all of my Facebook friends. Oh, <laughs> I've had to unfollow most of you. <laughs> and it seems like that's not going away anytime soon. Rest in peace, young, naive bacon sale. How many of these did you make? This is, this is my last one. It used to be so easy, recording during our lunch hour in an office <laughs> that we all worked at. We even met Kate, Beckins- met Kate Beckinsale and thought the world was made of roses. Then we discovered the thorns. Now, now we have to work with competing schedules, and we stay up way too late. We've grown up from our podcast childhood, and now we're in the awkward phase. I'm glad you said that, because my final one is very similar. Because rest in peace, our, our recording studio. Oh, yeah. We used to have a place to meet, and now we have a new place <laughs> to create. Yes, we do. All right. All right. Oh, that's All right, guys. That's over. That's emotional. That was at least nine minutes long. (laughs) It probably was. (laughs) At least. All right. Let's get through these last couple things uh, as quickly as we can. All right. Next category. Glad we're back on these, even though that was fun. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go fast. Animated feature film. Okay. The nominees are. All right. Ready? I'm ready. Kubo and the Two Strings. A young boy named Kubo must locate a magical suit of armor worn by his late father in order to defeat a vengeful spirit from the past. Kent did one earlier. That that one's. Yeah. 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 All right. Moana. Uh, in ancient Polynesia, when a terrible curse incurred by the demigod Maul reaches an impetuous chieftain's daughter, uh, chieftain's daughter island, daughter's island, there it is. She answers the ocean's call to seek out the demigod to set things right. My also life. Also stars the rock. <laughs> My life as a zucchini. After his mother's disappearance, Co- uh, Corgette, otherwise known as Zucchini, is sent to a foster home filled with other orphans his age. At first he struggles to find his place, but Corgette eventually learns to trust and might find true love. Ooh. The red turtle. The dialogueless film follows the major life stages of a, of a castaway on a deserted tropical island populated by turtles, crabs, and I feel and birds. like you're still whispering. I am. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I'm, not yeah. I'm trying to think of what the Red Turtle could be a sequel to, but yeah. Red Dawn. The Purple Turtle. Red Dragon. Yeah, it, it's both, actually. Yeah. All right. Uh, and Zootopia. In a city... Oh, no. In a city of anthropomorphic animals. There we go. Yes. Got it. Well done. Nailed a rookie it. bunny cop and a cynical con artist fox must work together... <laughs> I just thought it was Jason Bateman. I'm like, must work to keep the family together. No. <laughs> to work together and to uncover a conspiracy. Everyone knows what Zootopia is about. Zootopia is the clear favorite. I picked I would it to say. win. 
You picked it to win? I picked it to win. And it will win. It is my daughter's favorite movie, and she would probably disown me if I didn't pick it. I enjoyed it the first time I saw it. I was like, oh, that's really good. And, you know, the agenda isn't even that bad until I saw it again. I'm like, ugh. I'm the opposite, actually. Really? I've watched it a number of times. And the first time I watched it, I was like, wow, that is heavy-handed. And then the more I watched it, I'm like, yeah, I kind of like this. Really? Okay. I've liked it less. Uh, For me, it's Kubo and the Two Strings. I think Kubo and the Two Strings should have been a Best Picture nominee. It is that good. Uh, This is one of my favorite animated movies in years, and I I think it deserves to win. Mm -hmm. I don't think it will. It should win. I just realized there's nothing from Pixar there. Yeah, Finding Dory was the movie this year. It's because they've lost originality. Yeah, two Disneys and not one Pixar. You've yeah. been waiting for How that. How do you like them you? now, Pixar? I mean, come on. You're like, oh, yeah, they lost it. Yes, I finally that, we've gotten there. I'm so excited. In, back in Cars, too, or when they made a movie called Cars. Cars is good. Cars. Cars is good. Hey, what should we call this movie? I don't know. They're talking Cars. Cars. Oh. Cars. What do, we, what do we call this World War II movie that's about Dunkirk? I don't know. Dunkirk? Way better than Cars. Dunkirk <laughs> is a name. It's a proper name. You know what I'm really looking forward to? is when Christopher Nolan directs a Pixar movie. <laughs> and then what are you going to do? They only use the same four guys. <laughs> no, no. they the boys club. Okay, we're moving along quick. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> we're definitely not. Wait, so that, yeah, you guys. I like how up. if I make fun of anything, you guys go right for the Christopher Nolan. I know, because especially since I like Christopher Nolan. I know, yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. I used to be able to do. It's just a good combination. Yeah. yeah. All right. So now we're going to move into some of the more, the, the big, big names. The big ones. All right. Yeah. We're get excited, s- folks, because we are. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> that was like 10 seconds I want to keep that awkward pause in. Do not edit that out. <laughs> All right. So directing is going to be the first big one we're going to go over. The nominees are Arrival, Hacksaw Ridge. Wait, we got to see who they are. The, what? It's for the director, not the movie. Yes. Uh, it doesn't say also, on the Oscars Arrival, list. Arrival, Denis Villeneuve. Uh, Hacksaw Ridge is Mel Gibson. La La Land is Damien Chazelle. Manchester by the Sea is Kenneth Lonergan. And Moonlight is Barry Jenkins. Barry Jenkins is a new director. You could have just made all those up. I, I did, actually. Uh, and it's actually, Barry Jenkins is, is one of the, the front runners. <laughs> run, Barry Jenkins, <laughs> run. But it's going to Damien Chazelle. This is his second big feature. Whiplash was his first. That was such an amazing movie. That was this nominated one, last year. He was nominated last year for that, wasn't he? No, it was two and, years ago. And say oh. which movie that was. Whiplash. No, Whiplash. No, no. The oh, La, 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 La Land. Land. Yeah. La La Land? And I am picking Damien Chazelle to win. You would. Young director. Great. So a lot of potential. And what did you pick, Joel? La La Land. Of course. You mean Damien Chazelle. <laughs> I did. Yes. I picked Damien Chazelle because I think that, once again, he was able to do something that felt new, even though it's a throwback. And I like that. Yeah, I agree. All right. Next category is going to be actress in a supporting role. Actress in a supporting Why don't they just say supporting actress? It sounds so much easier. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm going to give this one. Hold uh, on, hold on, hold on. Hold sorry. On. The nominees are uh, Viola Davis, Fences. Naomi Harris, Moonlight, Nicole Kidman, Lion, Octavia Spencer, Hidden Figures, and Michelle Williams, Manchester by the Sea. Everyone here deserves an Oscar except for Octavia Spencer, who wasn't all that great in the movie and in Hidden Figures. She really wasn't or in I it that much. I, yeah, I, like she was fine. Taraji P. Henson didn't even get nominated for that movie, and she is fantastic in there. It is kind of strange. Michelle Williams. She practically built an empire in that movie. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Michelle Williams, so great in Manchester by the Sea. Nicole Kidman. Really surprisingly good in uh, Lion. She was surprisingly good. Naomi Harris is, is drug-addicted mother in, in Moonlight. So good. For me, the winner is Viola Davis. Uh, I don't even think she should be a Because supporting. of her role in Suicide Squad? Yes. <laughs> when she gets <laughs> brainwashed or whatever that was. And then is fine. Yeah. And then she pushes a button when... Uh, yeah, it doesn't even matter. Um, 
I don't think she should be a supporting actress or considered because she's in the movie so much. But she shows it's Viola Davis. She has such an emotional ring, yep, range, she and she shows it in this movie. I hadn't seen any of these movies, and so I had to go with what the buzz was, and the buzz was Viola Davis. So I gave it to her as well because I feel like. Based on everything I've read, she's got the strongest performance. Although you told me a lot of good things about Michelle Williams. She's so good. And she's in the movie, maybe five minutes. Is she better or worse than uh, Blake Lively? Oh, in what way, Joel? <laughs> Acting, of course. Yes, yeah, slightly. <laughs> Wait, you didn't answer. What? Yeah, no. She I said better or worse. Better or worse. All you heard was Blake Lively. You went, mm, Blake Lively. And I said, oh, slightly. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know either. Okay. All right. Next category is now actor in a supporting role, also I, known as a supporting actor. I also call this the Jacob role, the Jacob uh, category. <laughs> I'm the supporting <laughs> actor? Yeah. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Take that, Jake. No, that's, that's two fine. years oh. of aggression from Joel. No, because that's la- rude. last year, what I, he's trying to say. I'm actually really okay with that. that he feels we're leads and you're supporting. last year, you and I were like, <laughs> that's pretty much what I say be, all the time. We were saying, it's going to be Mark Ruffalo. It's going to be this. And he's like, no, guys, it's going to be Mark Rylance. We're like, you're crazy. Mark Rylance, he's never going to win. And then he won and Jacob held that over our heads a lot in the like three episodes. days I did yeah. not really actually i was sad i Listen thought sylvester sylvester should have won that really. i think he should have too for oscar <laughs> <laughs> for oscar in 1991 yes <laughs> <laughs> okay so here's the nominees mashira mahershala mahershala ali moonlight jeff bridges hell or high water lucas hedges manchester by the sea dev patel lion and Michael Shannon, Nocturnal Animals. I didn't even know that was a movie. I, I, I never want to give Michael Shannon any awards. I don't like him. But Jeff Bridges. Because of what he did? Yes. To, to Kate? To, to me, personally. Uh, I'm I so confused. Jeff Bridges really, he did so good in Hell or High Water because he was this complicated, emotional character. I mean, it's just very different. It's like the dude, but a very different version of the dude. I can't explain it other than... He was like this kind of fun-loving guy, but there was this seriousness to him. Laid back, playfully racist, even with a Native American deputy by his side. Right, and it was just he, their dynamic was so perfect. There's a scene at the there's a scene in the movie. Yes, when he does a laugh cry, and it is so touching. Yeah, he's laughing and he, he turns to crying, and it is really, really heart wrenching. But is. I couldn't. Give I it still to think him. about it sometimes. Yeah. Like, yeah, Same. it sticks with as you. much as I'm talking about. Though I couldn't give it to him. Whoa! Oh, that was a big build up. Yeah. Okay. Because I really wanted to give it to Jeff Bridges, but I, I, I want him to win. But I think uh, Mar- Marshala, is that how you say it? Yeah, Marshala. Marshala Ali in Moonlight is going to get it. Um, can I talk about snubs real quick? Because I feel sure. like um, there are two major snubs. First is Jack Rayner in Sing Street. He's the Jack brother. Jack Reacher. Yep. Jack Rayner. Mm-hmm. He was... Never Reach Back. Jake, I really want you to watch this movie. I can let you borrow... Oh, it's on Netflix as well. Oh, yeah? He's yeah. so good, and it comes back to the theme of the movie. Which one is, is he? Is he the main kid in the movie? He's the brother. Oh, He's brother. the one that says, you're in my jet stream. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. And also John Goodman in 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. He did so great in that he movie. He really like did early, deserve it. Because the movie attention. came out in like March. And so but he was forgotten. complex. Like he was, he was that where you couldn't trust him. You could trust him. Such a good role. I agree. But yeah. uh, Marshala, he, he'll win. Absolutely. He plays um, Cottonmouth or Diamondback, whoever it is. The first villain in Luke Cage. Oh, that guy. Yeah. He, and he's fantastic in this movie. He's, he's in, in Hidden Figures as well. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. He's in uh, Moonlight for maybe about 15 minutes, and he affects the rest of the movie. He will win. Seriously? Yes. I wouldn't have picked him as... He's a great actor. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. Because I didn't really love him in Luke Cage. I I liked him. Yeah. Okay. Next category is actress in a leading role. And the nominees are Isabella Huppert uh, in L. I don't know what L is. What's L? It's a foreign film. uh, Really, really strange. That's all. That 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 didn't narrow it down. But she won the Golden Globe. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. Ruth Nega, a loving. Natalie Portman, Jackie. 
Emma Stone, La La Land, and Meryl Streep. Florence Foster Jenkins, insert overrated joke here. May I rant? Yes, you may. Meryl Streep, Florence Foster Jenkins. Ridiculous, right? Versus Amy Adams in Arrival. Unbelievable. And you, if you you listen to this podcast, you've heard me bash on Amy Adams because I tend to. And I love her. And, but I think that she did such a good job in that role and it was emotionally complex. It was, it was wonderful. She screamed, cried or yelled, which is what you have to do to get Mm -hmm. a nomination and win. And yet Meryl Streep is thrown in there as just, yeah, let's, let's, let's put Meryl in. It's our standard vote. She did great in the Golden Globes. Yeah. It's just like know. really incre- incredibly annoying. In fact, they, when they were, you know, when people are nominated for an Oscar, they do little interviews. They say, what are your thoughts? What's your reaction? And when they interviewed Denis Villeneuve, director mm-hmm. of Arrival, he's like, no, it's great that Arrival got some love, but Arrival would not be Arrival without Amy Adams. So it's kind of ridiculous. Exactly. It is ridiculous. That is a huge snub. It's a big snub. Yeah. All right, King, why don't you name who you got? Um, I, oh, this is Wait, actually who did tough. you say? I didn't say anyone. Oh, you did, you're waiting. Yeah. Many people, I, I mean, Ruth Negga does so amazing in Loving. Natalie Portman does okay in Jackie. I feel like it's more breathy. And she watched a lot of videos of Jackie Onassis, mm-hmm. Kennedy. It's going to Emma Stone. It's actually the least complicated role, but she plays it with this sincerity and vulnerability that she seems like a real person. You used the exact word I did because I chose Emma Stone as well. It's vulnerability. It's this... It, she feels like the everyman. Like it's that she is the actress or actor that everyone who goes to LA wants to be, where mm-hmm. she has these hopes, she has these dreams. They don't work out the way she wants to. She's crushed and then she's elated. It's it's amazing to watch her emotional journey in the story. And then she comes into her own type of thing, yes. which I'm not going to go into, but it's just, she does such a great job. And I, I think Emma Stone's great. You don't like her that much, do you? I do. No, quite a bit. Okay. I didn't, I used to not. It's because he loves Easy A. I know I hate Easy A. Loves Easy A. Spider Man, the Spider Man movies won me over with Emma Stone. Really? Yes. Mm. Oh, she's. I think she's great in the Spider Man films. Yeah, she was okay. She felt a little flimsy to me. Yeah, (laughs) kind of broke her neck. Snap! (laughs) (laughs) Every time. (laughs) Okay, let's move on. Is it okay to joke about that? Because she didn't really die. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's why. All right, next next category. And our text is still alive. Well, probably not, actually. <laughs> no. That horse no. actor is probably dead. <laughs> yeah, our text is long gone. <laughs> <laughs> we're la- that was my joke last time. about, about a dead, dead horse. horse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We should beat it while we're there. Oh, my gosh. That, now you've gone too far, Joel. <laughs> too far. Actor in a leading role. Our nominees are, before Joel interrupts me, Casey Affleck, Manchester by the Sea, Andrew Garfield, Hacksaw Ridge, Ryan Gosling, La La Land. That feels like a stretch, doesn't it? Viggo Mortensen, Captain Fantastic. Which is about a dad who wants to oh, yeah, escape the world, and so he takes his kids out in the woods and lives with them kind yep. of on the road. Hippie dad. Hippie dad. Hippie dad. Den- and Denzel Washington in Fences. Which is a story about when they build fences uh, across the Mexican border. You're actually right, Jake. Ryan Gosling is a stretch for La La Land. Nothing. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't. <laughs> we all got it. I, didn't, I actually wasn't even listening. It's okay. Uh, yeah. I, you'll, you'll hear it when you edit the podcast. Yeah. Can I just say, I want to give a, a shout out to Andrew Garfield, who he leads two big films this year with Silence and Hacksaw Ridge mm-hmm. and does so incredibly well. This is a young kid who is an A-lister that can carry two huge movies, almost three hours each. That's true. And he did so well. He will not win. It. This is Casey Affleck's award. To win, to lose everything. This is Casey Affleck. Brother of Batman is going to yes. take this. I agree with you. I haven't seen yeah. Manchester by the Sea, but oh, I, I've, I saw Andrew Garfield in Holland. <laughs> did you see that one? <laughs> yeah. I saw Andrew Garfield <laughs> in Hacksaw Ridge. That would have been a very Ridge. interesting movie. It would have been. And I thought he did a great job in Hacksaw Ridge. And I thought Ryan Gosling was good in La La Land. Mm-hmm. 
I did see Captain Fantastic or Fences or Manchester by the Sea, but based on what everyone is saying, Casey Affleck has this in the bag. Yes. And if he doesn't win, there's going to be riots. Is there? Probably. Not my Oscar winner. In Manchester by the Sea. (laughs) Boston. Beans. What does that bring us to? Do you guys know what the next category is? Best picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just keep going. Not one of your best songs, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, yeah, It was yeah. more of a jingle. Oh, um, yeah. So All right. I think we've discussed every single nominee here, but let's go through them so everyone can remember which one was right. the best picture ones. Best picture nominees are Arrival. Aliens. Fences. Uh, people dealing with struggles. Hacksaw Ridge. Dude doesn't want to shoot. <laughs> Hell or high water. Bank robberies. Hidden figures. Mathematicians. La La Land. Jazz. Lion. Lost Boy. <laughs> Manchester by the Sea. Dead Dude with Kid. Other Dude watching the Kid's Dude. And Moonlight. <laughs> Crack Addicts. Uh, you know, I have no idea what you're going to say before each one <laughs> of these. Are we playing catchphrase right now? <laughs> I was trying to encapsulate the no, it's word association. The <laughs> it was just word association. That's all. Okay, well, before we get into the our predictions and things like that, sure. I do want to talk about this. So the out of the nominees for this year... You want to guess which one is the highest grossing? Arrival did pretty well. Arrival did Honestly, well. Like it was a modest success. And usually Best Picture winners only make about $15 million because they're that kind of movie. Mm-hmm. But La La Land. La La Land's your guess? Jacob, what do you guess? I don't see how it couldn't be La La Land. It's not. Believe it or not, it's Hidden Figures. What? With $133.8 million, La La Land at one point one hundred twenty seven. Hidden figures joke, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Sassy Jacob's oh, back. All right. Um, <laughs> I miss Sassy Jacob. Yeah. But that, yeah, so I'm hidden, right here. Hidden figures, La La Land, Arrival are the top three. Uh, but I just thought hidden figures, really, out of all the best picture winners, which honestly, it's not that much in comparison to other movies, if you think about it, because it's only $135 million, and like the biggest box office things are like billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. That's what the Academy likes to do. Probably should have been Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> Kent, do you want to go first, second, or at the same time? Do we have anything? Is there any build-up to this? Do you guys want to talk about anything else? It, it's, I guess not. <laughs> what? Because we could talk about how uh, is Manchester by Sea is emotional or how Moonlight is raw. We could talk about how Hacksaw Ridge is emotional or Fences is, is impressive. But in the end, it's going to La La Land. It has to. Actually, this movie... Keep playing it. What are you doing? Because you want to hear it so bad. Yes. (laughs) This movie, there's actually a lot of... It's getting a lot of flack from people that... Basically, hipsters like me, they think it's too popular at this point. They think it references old movies too much and borrows and steals from... And do you feel that way? In defense of those hipsters, this could be the artist of this year. Where the artist was a very cute movie and a very lovable movie, very positive movie hasn't held up as well. No, it, it, I mean, it's not a totally forgettable movie. It's not, but it's not a best, it doesn't feel like a best picture compared to all the other best pictures. No, but when you watch La La Land, there is magic there and people tend to dumb it down or demean the movie, but there, there is absolute beauty and joy held within and not even just like perkiness the entire way through. It's an emotional story about a relationship. Mm -hmm. And And you've seen all these, you've seen all the best picture nominees because I've seen four out of the five, four out of the nine, excuse me. And uh, Kent, do you remember what I gave La La Land? Yeah, four. Mm-mm. Four and a half? It got a four and a half. Is that the highest a movie can That's get? That's the on highest its first movie can get on the first viewing. Because I'm not going to give any movie five stars. And I'll tell you what, right after it was over, I replayed it just so I could watch that opening scene. I just wanted to watch that opening scene one more time. Because it was wonderful and it was amazing. And I got to the end and it was, 
it's not a perfect movie. I'm not saying it's a perfect no. movie. And it's not it a is. movie where <laughs> and it's not a movie where I where I was like, you know, at the end I'm like, yeah, cuz there is some That's certainly not what you do. There is some con- conflict at the end. Yes. And you have to kind of work it out in your mind. But after I kind of worked through it, I went, "You know what? That worked." And I think it fit the tone of the movie, and I think it went really well. It, it's funny because when I saw this movie, I took Emily, and I was sitting there, and I was even talking to her probably right as this before this started. And I said, we "We're talking about our year-end movies because we were, were so excited for La La Land." And I said, "Do you know what? People are going to be really upset when Batman v Superman is my favorite movie of the year." Mm-hmm. And then we we're laughing, ha ha ha! Yeah, people are going to destroy your credibility, whatever. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, La La Land plays, and you see that first scene, and I'm like. Hold on, <laughs> hold on, and I try to hold it back. But once that movie ended, especially with that seven-minute epilogue, yeah. which really just puts the nail in it, best film yeah. of the year. It is an absolute masterpiece. It should win. If it doesn't win, it's between that and Moonlight. Honestly. It's the epilogue that makes it. I think. I hope. Yeah. yeah. And also, just on a purely selfish, selfish level, I don't want Moonlight to win because I've already seen La La Land, and which means I've seen all the best pictures. And if Moonlight wins, then I have to go watch that. Plus, Spotlight won last year. Yeah. And if Moonlight wins, that's two light movies in a year. Who's going to... Yeah, one word, light movies. Ooh, what's next year? You stole my joke. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nightlight next year. Nightlight. There mm-hmm. you go. It's a horror film. Hey, okay. guys. That was it. So that's it? So there you go. Uh, we're. Uh, I was going to say, we're going to post uh, an Oscar ballot online as well. So yes. you can take it yourself well, and take the test. And they can take the test. And if they submit it by... Like what was the date? It's like a BuzzFeed quiz. No, yeah, you I can, know. You can submit your nominations before Which Oscar February 26th. Are you? Or Sunday, okay. February 26th is when the Oscars air. So send it to uh, BaconSalePodcast at Gmail. You can put it on Twitter. Put it on Facebook. BaconSale.com. BaconSale.com. We'll take it wherever you want to send it. Exactly. But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76Joel on Twitter, or you can find me at QuickWits. They perform every Saturday night at the Midville Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to QWComing.com or the QuickWits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Instagram or Twitter, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my reviews, it's ShowtimeShowdown.com. You can find me on Twitter at Jacob A. Rogers. Also, go find Bacon Sale on Twitter if you haven't. Go follow us there. We're fun. We're at, fun on Twitter. We really are. We, it's a good show you on Twitter. You guys are fun. Thanks for being so fun. <laughs> we, we do what we can. <laughs> we just gave Ken a little, little bit of ac- more access to our Thanks. accounts. You did? We'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Oh, dear. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and, and also buy our merch. <laughs> yep. And go uh, get some Bacon Sale merchandise at gumroad.com slash bacon sale or find the links on Twitter and Facebook. So uh, make your Academy Award predictions, post them at bacon or whoever gets the most right wins a possible lunch with Bacon Sale. We'll see you after the Oscars. Not a possible lunch. Real lunch. I never thought I'd say this before, but Aunt May. Oh, no. <laughs> Aunt May I? Oh, no. No. <laughs> Family friendly. <laughs> Sometimes I forget about her, and then when I see her, I feel bad for not thinking about her all the time. <laughs> that might be one of the most profound things you've ever said. Apparently, it's turning into Al Gore. <gasps> Oscar Pine. Can sleep over after? Oh, I got Alton right in her office, Paul. I'm a real boy. Oh. We both enjoy pain. We do. Naked chicken chalupa. Oh, it sounds delicious. Tell me more. I don't say the word hide. First a drug. Let the sky fall. I love lying. It's we know you love lying. I feel like I'm Kent's heart. I know. Show. I'm Kent's mind. You're <laughs> Kent's heart. Jake, what are you going to be? You're just Kent's heart all the Kent's, time. Jacob's his liver. Yeah, it kind of sucks to be your liver, I'm going to be honest. Doctor Strange did some pretty incredible stuff if you've never seen other movies before. You are so my heart tonight. Yeah, I wish.
reason Space Creeper, the movie. Put your uh, shirt back okay. on. Stop <laughs> taking that off. Prada bag, Gucci shoe, Louis V, Jimmy Choo. Prada bag, Gucci shoe, Louis V, Jimmy Choo. They can put it wherever they like. Stop. I think audition. <laughs> That's Ryan Gosling, ladies. Like legs and guts and pieces. It was very disturbing. It's like Thanksgiving at Jacob's house. Dead dude with kid. The other dude watching the kids do. Get excited, folks, because we are. Woo! He, does. He, he beats us every night. Please, we're trapped in kids' basement. Help <laughs> us. <laughs>